Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Ryan, and I'm here joined, as always, by my co-host Joe, which makes this movie hell. And this time we're going to be discussing my most recent pick, which is Hawk and Rev Vampire Slayers, a movie that we both thoroughly enjoyed and have nothing but praise for. Yeah, I mean, this was... Whew, what an amazing pick, man. I don't know where you came up with it, but it's just like not seen a movie like this in a long long time yeah it's it's like it came i don't know when this came out but 2020 2020 wow 2020 the style yeah. of it it's apparently like an indie art house type movie mm-hmm. but the style of it is very like a late 70s maybe early 80s just campy horror comedy movie yeah it's yeah. really self-aware Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, the reason I chose it, I found it through, I think, Real Good, like the the random movie picker. Yeah. They have this thing on their website where you enter in what services you have, and it just suggests some random movie. There are filters and stuff that you can use, but I just said movie, one of these services, just hit it a couple times, because it kept coming up with, like, stuff that everybody knows about, you know? Got you. Goodfellas, things like that, and it's like, now nah, let's get something weird, and then it came up with this. Hawk and Rev Vampire Slayers. And I mean, it it brought me back to one of my big regrets in life, which is I saw Vampire Slayer. I saw a VHS copy of Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, or I think that was the title at Slackers, and I did not buy it. And I've never seen I've never seen it since I've never been able to find it. So I couldn't let this one go by. Yeah, and we sure didn't. We sure Mm -hmm. didn't let it go by. I watched a preview of it when you sent me this and I didn't even know, I didn't know what to make of it, but I was like, you know what? I'm down. Let's watch it. I will just from the outset, Hawk and Rev save another day, fighting vampires, chasing them away. It might be the the best (laughs) opening song lyric to any movie that we have reviewed to this point. Holy, it's just set the tone for this entire thing. That's the whole time, okay, so the whole time I'm watching this movie, uh, the character of Rev, he looks like uh, the guy in Deadpool who owned the bar. Mm, yeah. Uh, TJ Miller. I know it's not him, but it looked like him the whole time. And it, yeah. I kept thinking of him, and he, it just very reminiscent of him. Like, this guy was... I don't know if he was going for that on purpose, but these characters, this character of Hawk and this character of Rev. Hawk. Very unique Hawkins. Hawk Hawkins. Hawk Hawkins. Yeah, which I didn't realize was his name until like towards the end of the movie when he says it. Nice. He refers to himself as Hawk Hawkins, and I just threw my head back. I was like, oh, like it just keeps getting better. So much better. This movie was so good. I expected it to be real bad. I wanted a movie that was bad that we could just make fun of. And I don't know how you feel like we don't talk about these before we do it. Typically, you know, we might have somewhere. It's like like Mr. Nobody was like, this one's a little weird, you know, but it's Uh, like there's nothing beyond that. This one, I didn't even watch all the trailer before I sent it to you. I was just like, all right, this looks good. And you're right in that the first few minutes of it set the tone for the entire thing. It the song is so, (laughs) so on the nose. It. It looks like a movie you would have made in high school for like a class. 
Absolutely. But it is so well shot. Like everything about it is so perfect. The pans are perfect. The transitions are perfect. All the different angles they use. It's like, oh man, they put so much work into it. It was, it was actually super low budget, much more well done in that aspect, the cinematography aspect than I expected it to be. Yeah. Like I've seen real bad movies before, like, you know, really low budget, like homemade stuff that kids do for fun or whatever. I did not hit her. I did not. (laughs) Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. Like, like the room. Yeah. It, it was so good. I, I was really like Kim sat down with me. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to watch this movie for the show. She was like, oh, what is it? And I told her the title and she was like, ah, yeah, I'm not watching that and just got up and left. And I don't even know where she went, but she showed up about 45 minutes through and just sat down and kept she would just I would look over at her and she'd look back at me just with this like, really? Like, you're still watching this kind of look. And I would just laugh and like. Oh, my God. It was so I was like, you you missed the whole setup. Like, right. It's so much better if you see the whole thing. If you come in midway through, it's it just doesn't have the same effect. It's so good. It's like, I can't believe how much I actually like it. Like, unironically like it. It's just Terry really well. was great. I just want to say that Terry, the homeless accountant, mm-hmm. was fantastic. Loved him. everybody. Everybody was good. Everybody was good. The guy that the... played Rev. The one you're saying looked like T.J. Miller, right? Mm-hmm. He played uh, the gimp. Yes, Forniest. he did. Forniest yes. the gimp. <laughs> Forniest. God. I love, oh my God. And they're sitting in the car at that one point. And they're like eating popcorn or whatever. And he's like, what are you going to do? You're going to, and he like unzips his own thing. He's like, oh, you unzip it yourself now. Huh? Just doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was self-aware enough to be really fun. And it wasn't, I expect, I did, I expected the same thing you did. I'm like, oh, this piece of, like, I couldn't even believe it. When I looked at the name of the screenshot from Prime video that you sent me, and I said, excuse me, this is, this is what he wants us to watch. Uh, okay. And, oh, by the way, I just so a heads up, I made a deal with my daughter, and she's going to pick a movie for us to watch. I think she mm. might have forgotten that, but when she does remember... The, well, you might get an, I don't know what we're going to, probably some sort of anime movie. Gar- I don't know. But just be aware that that is coming. Okay. So I'm I appreciate sorry. the heads up. Uh-huh. I might like it. It might send me spiraling back into like high school. Uh-huh. I mean, I've started the- listening to Linkin Park again recently. So, I mean, it'll just continue this <laughs> downward trajectory. In the very beginning of the movie, like you said something about, you know, your fiance and not having caught the beginning of it. The very beginning scene with Hawk. And he's living in a tent in his parents' backyard. And they have left to go maybe on vacation. I don't know. But the house is all locked up. He has to break in to get in. They have hidden all the food. And they apparently just threw it into the bin where the trash can is that you pull out. And they just threw it all in there. And he finds it. And then at the very end of that scene, they, he finds a note that they leave for him. I love that note. That was great. What a yeah. great part of the, the way to get this whole thing rolling and get him off on his own and starting this adventure. Oh, my gosh. Well, and it's both parents voices together. Yes. Reading the note out like At everything was time. so well done. Yeah, really they put was, a lot of effort. So. Yeah, they put a lot of effort into making it really low budget seeming and campy, but it it wasn't like it didn't wear on you. If you watch a really low budget movie from like sci-fi or one of these channels that do them for 
tax reasons. I don't, I mean, maybe they need like some kind of write-off, some kind of loss. I don't know. Like, honestly, some of them are so bad. Like there's no way anybody reasonable that would watch some of them could be like, yes, this is what we want to put out. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. this is, but this is like, what if we did that, but made it really good and it didn't wear on you. Like it was well-made enough and self-aware enough. I even liked the, after the credit scene, yep. I, like the mid credit scene, like it just mm-hmm. keeps going. It's like the same scene over and over but with different people in the gimp suit. Yes. Oh my gosh. It, like I don't, we don't even need to really talk about the plot of this movie, or no, what happened not, in it. Yeah, there's not too much. I mean, it it's it's in the title. Yeah, it is. Vampire slayers, like there it's, are vampires. There's and there are credibility issues with a guy named Hawk Hawkins who lives in a patched up tent in his parents' backyard. I mean, that's kind of a that there's your and somehow plot. is still cool enough that he can ring up a booty call for the tent. yeah like you know what chick that you you deserve everything you get with that you go to a booty call to a tent you're gonna have a bad time like i don't even know (laughs) but like this movie there were so many i think quotable lines from this movie yeah it was was actually insane she was pumping me for information (laughs) (laughs) uh they they were gardening for cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, no. yeah. Oh my God, the the the, the what was he? Uh, the deputy. Deputy. Yeah. Yeah. The deputy shows up. He's like, "What was this stuff stolen?" <laughs> and he's like, uh, "No, it's a charity drive." What what hospital? You you know the hospital with uh, for for kids with with cancer. And that's right when he says that the deputy like gets real serious, like, "Oh, oh my God, that's that's amazing that you're doing that." What, wait, what are what are those? Those garden gardening tools? We're guard, gardening for cancer. Oh my god! And then when he calls him later, because he's like, "Well, I know the cops won't take me seriously if I tell them to come here." Yeah, so he right. just calls him, and he's like, "Talk to him for a second, then hangs up." Yeah, like talk shit, and then hangs up, and he's like, "Did you just hang up on me?" He's like, "No, I did not." Click, like hangs up again. Oh like, you didn't tell him where you're gonna be. He's like, "Oh right," <laughs> calls him back again. Yeah, I'm going to be at blah, blah, blah. Water treatment plant. <laughs> uh, there's what you could call a twist in this movie towards the end, which I don't think was a twist. I, From the very first time that Hawk sees vampires and the whole thing gets started, I kind of picked out what was going to happen. Oh, I didn't. But like, I, I think that's expected. I did not. I did not pick it really? up at all. No, okay. not at all. Like I just I thought that, I I'm just like, thought it oh. was straightforward what it was going to be. Oh man, but it's so good. Oh, I love, I love the dude that played Rev. <laughs> like Hawk was great. All of them were great. Everybody in it was great. But there's something about the guy that played Rev, and I, I think it's the same thing that makes people love Kramer on Seinfeld. Where okay, Cosmo Kramer, yeah, not where, Kramer the psychiatrist. No, okay, no, <laughs> where he's acting the whole time like in Seinfeld most everybody is kind of just being themselves mm-hmm. and Kramer has to play this part and he has to have this like twitchy you know physicality mm-hmm. and Rev the whole time is like doing this weird stuff with his mouth and his teeth and he's like moving his glasses around and he does this Tai Chi stuff and he sits in weird ways and stuff like that I mean all of them do that stuff but he's it's constant for him even when he's not delivering lines or anything he's doing something 
Yeah, his uh, him being a pacifist, and Hawk <laughs> is trying to come up with all these these things that you know he wants to do, but he can't he can't stake him. He can't hurt no violence. It's like, how are you going to be a vampire hunter if you can't hunt vampire? Like, I was curious that they have these rules of engagement and the secret stakes. The secret? No, I don't, it's it's not even the thing. It's it's a secret. It's not. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a t-shirt I would buy. If they oh. sold that, you know what? I should find out, actually, if they sell that. You should just make one. I should get their permission first. Okay, probably. I feel like they deserve a cut of it, if I do. <laughs> <laughs> the secret stake. Oh, my gosh. The, and Okay, the music in this was actually fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like, there's a bunch of original music in it, and it was so good for the movie it's in it was amazing Mm -hmm. i yeah they put mm -hmm. so much effort into it it's unbelievable i i I feel like i feel like anybody listening is gonna think this is another lucky number 11 like hey let's get real for a second this was terrible but it's it's not no this is this this is is for real what it is yeah it's a terrible movie like it was made to be terrible but in the best way possible. Yeah, it's like if the room meant to be a meme. Before that was a thing. Yeah. Before, before trying being to be like, a meme was a thing. Yes. Yeah. This is that's what this movie is trying to be, and it's so good. It absolutely hits the nail on the head with it. Yeah, it's almost like um, Hawks. You know what it's like? It's like uh, yeah, these guys have kind of a Will Ferrell and John C. Riley vibe, but they're not mm, irritating. They're not irritating. Like, I I just think Will Ferrell, both of those guys, they have the kind of personality where they can get old. They're a little bit too much of themselves sometimes, I guess. Yeah, like it was good in Talladega Nights. Mm -hmm. But then they just kept doing the same thing over and over again. And it eventually you can't like, I don't necessarily want to watch 10 Hawk and Rev movies. No, but what I mean is that this movie has these characters who have a bit. They have a thing. Mm-hmm. And like Hawk wears the karate kid oh headband and the yes. anarchy vest and all this stuff. Like <laughs> I kept seeing it. And then somebody in the movie referenced it. Like, you know, what's up with the karate kid thing or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> okay, that is it. Like, I, I don't know if it's that or that. I've just been like rewatching some of Cobra Kai, <laughs> but you know, familiar, but, but, uh, the point is they never get tiring. It never wore on me. Like the characters never got annoying. They know exactly how to switch things up, how to give them like little moments where they need them to switch to somebody else when they need them. I mean, the humor is so good. Just even little scenes that, that don't need to have a bit do sometimes like, like the bird call scene. They're sitting in it. So sitting in the, where his tent is Yeah, in this little area there with Terry there's this bathroom they have made out of like a big refrigerator box or something. And they're both in the bathroom and they're, they're doing the bird calls. Okay. And they're having the whole thing. I want to make sure that was the scene you were Uh talking about for sure. But yes, that is the, I would have just referred to that as like the outhouse scene or whatever. (laughs) The refrigerator box outhouse. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like that's the bit they're having this conversation and they're not acknowledging where they are until they do. I was like, are you going to the bathroom? And he's like, well, yeah, like whatever he says. Oh my, it's so good. This, the name, and this absolutely killed me as well. The name of the city 
that this takes place in is Santa Muerta. Yeah, Saint Death, right? Yes. Like, what? <laughs> Just everything about it. It's so well thought out. I was really surprised that it turned into something that wasn't total garbage. Like they have, you know, there's a little bit of a story arc. There's, you could, you could say a little bit of a love story. There's a twist, you know, a little surprise. There's a couple of antagonists with vampires and the deputy. Oh my God. And the vampire killing scenes from the beginning, you have these single guys, like the first guy, Bro, you said to me, I'm like this MMA champion guy. And he just gets ripped in half or whatever by this vampire. Oh, just. And he's like trying to, this guy's trying to talk to his girlfriend. And the girlfriend just gets, are you, are you, are you having sex with this other bitch? Are you? (laughs) Yeah. Are you having, yeah. Are you getting with Chelsea or whatever it is? Yeah. He drops the phone because the vampire's, you know, totally killing him. And she's, what? You? And she's just going off on him. Hmm. Every decision in this, it's surprisingly good. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, it's they made a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie made by extremely talented people, mm-hmm. and it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I really enjoy how by the end of the movie it comes full circle, and Hawk is happily in his house, his parents' house. Mm-hmm. You know, with his job and he. I don't know why his, I guess it's because he's a security guard. Like that's his thing in some warehouse or for like yeah. big storage units or something. But it looks like just a police officer's outfit. Like that's what it looks like. It, while he's doing this security guard gig, he's got this other security guard buddy who's apparently a Mormon. And he's like, you're always late. You're this, you're basically the thing you'd expect the way a person who just has a job to act like he's Mm -hmm. one of the straight men in the movie he's just doing like this is the way it should be the way the real life person would play it and yeah i guess you're right there are only two straight men in the movie there's him and there's the deputy deputy. yeah yeah even the deputy was a little he he had a bit too he did he even had a little bit of a bit but this mormon guy like (laughs) hawk is in there just i guess watching porn yeah. His laptop? Like and Rev's like, Are you? Is that? No, it's public domain. Like, I don't even <laughs> I I didn't even know how we were gonna talk about this movie. No, I think this works. We're just gushing about it because it's so good. Like, really, there's no reason not to watch it, I don't think. I mean, it's not for kids. There's a I mean, there's not like a lot of nudity and the violence is really ridiculous. It's not like a kid. Well, I guess I shouldn't make assertions about what kids will will or won't do, but I can't imagine anybody watching this and being like, yes, that looks realistic. Like this gives me ideas of things I should really do. Like it's everything is ridiculous. There's only one thing that comes close to a sex scene. That guy and that chick like yeah. behind the warehouse <laughs> in like a Fox body Mustang from the early 90s. Oh, oh that. Oh, yeah, there was a little bit of that. You're not wrong. <laughs> but it's another one of those vampire scenes. <sighs> yeah, there's even they have a, a character who's like the the lone wolf who becomes the mentor. Mm-hmm. It There's so much to this movie. 
Yeah, he's like, I'm a lone wolf. And they're like, well, what about what if there were some cubs that, that wanted to learn something? <laughs> and he thought about it for a second, like, oh, well, that like that makes sense. Like they just talked him into it without any trouble whatsoever. Yeah. This crazy guy. Ah. I really did like how they referenced the movie Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. And they talk about that. It's got the and they mentioned oh, it's Lost got that Boys. really handsome like, doctor guy, and then the director who's trying to act, and oh my yeah. god. And then they, they mentioned Lost Boys like eight times. That was what brought Kim back into the room, I think. She's like, I keep hearing them mention Lost Boys, but she's like, this sucks compared to Lost Boys. And I was like, how dare you? This movie's amazing. <laughs> it really is good. Yeah, it's it's really good. So it's available on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. That's where I we watched that's it. it. And yeah, there's like no, I mean, not for little kids, but I really can't think of a reason not to watch it. I mean, just, you know, don't expect a serious movie. Don't expect Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy or something like intellectual or challenging. (laughs) Just expect something really, really fun. Well, I'm sorry. If you watch a movie called Hawk and Rev Vampire Slayers and you expect something like that, that's kind of on you. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, that's a good point. That's fair. (laughs) Like <sighs> Halligans, I don't, I don't know if either one of us have anything more to say about this. It was, yeah, I don't want a short one. Yeah, I it's, don't want to spoil anything. I don't either. It's a ridiculous movie with a ridiculous premise. It has ridiculous characters, and yet all of it together works so much better than it ever should have. Yeah, the people who put it together really put thought and time and effort into it, into all the characters. The shots, the way it's the music, the way all of it's done is really well thought out. And I was pleasantly surprised by this random pick of yours. So unlike what I had originally thought when you first sent this to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, this was this was top notch, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's a total watch. I don't know if you can buy it. I'm gonna have to find out. I might have to tweet to these people. If I can't find anything else about them, they even make a joke. See, you asked when it was made or when it came out, came out in 2020, but they make a joke in the mid credit scene where the guy that plays Rev. They're talking about in our, in any movie. Yeah. He's like, Hey, it's like 2040. Right. And he's like, what? And he's like, well, it takes a really long time for an indie movie to come out. Right. Yeah. It does. That was, that was well done too. So I, I don't know if you have anything else. I don't particularly have anything else. What do you, I mean, are they going to hit us up on some socials? Yeah, they could. They can email us. Anybody could email us. The people who made this could email us. That'd be fantastic. Oh, my gosh. That our would, email that is, is moviehowl at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at moviehowl. I'm on Twitter at manpanda. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to know what you'd like us to do better, what, we, what you'd like us to do differently. If you have another recommendation that's something like this, something we wouldn't have found without just some random chance, and we want to thank you for listening and supporting us that way but that's all Folks, i got absolutely thank you once again uh for listening to another episode of movie how um i'm pretty sure you've been ryan am i right i think so and you're joe last i checked all and right. i'm pretty sure both of us we're out <laughs>